This is a Get Serial podcast. You can check out more Get Serial at syn.org.au and at Get Serial on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Good morning. This is Get Serial Wednesdays with Vic and Demi. Of course, we're going to have a wonderful morning for you today. Demi, what is on for today? We've got quite a bit on. We're going to be doing our own little recap of the VMAs, which happened last week or the week before. We will go down everything that did happen and then our thoughts on it all. And then we're going to throw it to a few little feel-good segments. Well, there's famous people. They're out there. But half the time, are we saying their names right? So we'll go through a few, see if we can get them correct or if we're getting him wrong accidentally. And then at the very end, I've got a little surprise for you, Vic. So we got to, I won't say anything just yet for it. Oh so my stay God. tuned I'm for curious. that. But first we're going to throw it to some tracks. And in the meantime, you can check out Get Serial on all of our socials. We're Get Serial on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. But we're going to throw it to Genesis Owusu's I Am. This is Get Serial Wednesdays with your fabulous hosts, Vic and Demi. Sin, where young people run the show. It's Vic and Demi here on Get Serial Wednesdays and we just had the world of birds, somebody to you. And before that, we had Genesis Owusu with a funky track called I Am. Now, actually, both of those tracks were really funky. I'm not going to lie. I always have a bit of a group to them. Mm -hmm. But these tracks are part of our Sweet 16 list which is another flagship show on sin and if you want to hear all the new tracks coming through there they are on 5 to 7 p.m each sunday and might i say you get to hear wonderful other hosts on it such as myself so if there's, <laughs> if there's more you want from me you might hear my voice there but enough about me now we are <laughs> going to be talking about the vmas and as demi mentioned earlier they were held on the 30th of august they were hosted by kiki palmer and originally they were going to have the ceremony in new york at the barclays center Mm -hmm. but due to covid they had to completely change it and originally they were going to have a limited or no audience but now they've cancelled the whole aspect of that and they did a online kind of remote ceremony which had performances from Drum the Weeknd, a baby, Miley Cyrus, Maluma, BTS, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, oh, wow. JP Sachs, Julia Michaels, Joja Cat, Kiki Palmer, CNCO, the Black Eyed Peas, Nikki Jam and Tiger. So, and that was just the main show. There was a pre-show as well. So my gosh, done pretty well. There was presenters as well. It was done as though you were there watching at home, but they put together a show. Are there normally that many performances in an award ceremony? That was like, you listed off like 20. I swear you get like half of that in an actual live awards show. I still feel like you get quite a bit, but maybe it's just like reading it all on paper. You know, when you're watching it live, it's Mm. kind of seeped through the show naturally. Whereas if you read everything all at once, it's a bit overwhelming. But I really respect the VMAs making the decision to, you know, do what is best for the public safety. And it was really cool to watch how creative artists got and how 
they still like had a red carpet and things yeah. like that. It was a cool concept they did. Like first and foremost, VMA stands for Video Music Awards. So it, it, I'm not surprised that they would be able to easily adapt to make a virtual kind of award show and have the like mostly videos. Like it's in the name sort of thing. But with the award show then, who won what? How many awards were there? It was a big, it was a big list. So I think it was Lady Gaga had the most wins that night, I'm pretty sure. But it was a hectic year. So we had The weekend won Blinding Lights for Video of the Year. The Artist of the Year was Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. The Push Best New Artist was Doja Cat. Not surprising. Yeah, Song of the Year was Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. It was also the Best Collaboration. Mm -hmm. The Tricon Award also got rewarded to Lady Gaga. Which is the first ever award of its kind, I believe. The Tricon wow. Award, yeah, I believe it was. After the break, we'll tell you exactly what Tricon means, but... For sure. And then BTS won Best Pop with the song on. Best Hip Hop song was I'm a Savage. Messy, <laughs> bougie. Sorry, I just think of the TikTok. We're going to get time. so caught up just, like, knowing <laughs> the songs and just starting to sing them. So, so sorry of our poor um, versions of it. But if you want full versions of us singing those songs, please let us know. We'll have a lot of fun doing that <laughs> for you. Yes, yes. Then Best R&B was Blinding Lights again. So The weekend won a few. Best K-pop was BTS with On. Best Latin was Maluma featuring J Balvin with Kepena. I Kepe. hope I pronounced that properly. Kepena. Best Rock was Coldplay with the song Orphans. Best Alternative was Machine Gun Kelly with Bloody Valentine. Best Group was BTS. Mm-hmm. Um, best video from home was Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber was stuck with you, which was a great video. I fully support that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those are like the main awards yeah, I would yeah. say, but really, really great winners. And when I think of all those videos, they were great videos. Just even thinking of the weekend with blinding lights, obviously he won video of the year for that, yeah. but he also performed it. I'm not sure Danny, if you watched the performance, but he performed it on like this massive like skyscraper in New York city with this balcony that comes out and there's nothing underneath the balcony of it. And there's just this whole video of him and it's doing like, you know, drone shots around him of him performing on this. And then there's fireworks over Hudson Yards in New York city in the background. It was one of the coolest performance I ever saw. So in a way, yeah, we lost that, you know, live aspect of mm. in-person and everything. But the stuff they came up with to substitute for it was crazy. Yeah, and we'll get more into that after some songs because got you got you get your winners, but then the whole spectacle of it all, we barely touched. And I want to dive into that a bit more. But first, we've got Cub Sports remix with Northeast Party House of their song Break Me Down featuring Mallrat. And then the other song we've got, it's a brand new track from... A friend of the show, Abby Muir's First Date is the name of the song. She's a 16-year-old pop dance artist from Cairns. Let's have a listen to these tracks, guys. It's Vic and Demi here on Get Serial Wednesdays. You're listening to Get Serial. So we just had a track from a 16-year-old pop dance artist from Cairns. Her name is 
Abby Moore, and this track we listened to was First Date. Before that, we had Cub Sport with Break Me Down. It was the North East Party House remix featuring Morats. A lot of great artists there, but now it's time for the Get Serial team of Wednesdays of Vic and Demi to continue our discussion on the VMAs. Earlier, we discussed the winners, and Demi and I spoke about Lady Gaga winning the Tricon Award, which is awarded to people who what? It is awarded to people or artists really who are highly accomplished across three or more disciplines. And what Vic and I believe that would cover is the triple thread, the singer, the actor, the dancer. Yes. And we're just going to talk about more about the performances, what we thought. And I think a really great one for me personally was I watched that um, Lady Gaga medley, I should say. Mm-hmm. And in that medley, firstly, she wore a mask, but not like an average face mask, like a very high-tech Lady Gaga over-the-top kind of thing, very extra. And she performed the songs Chromatica 2, 911, Rain On Me, when Ariana Grande also joined her, and Stupid Love. And I just want to say, especially when Ariana Grande joined her, all the backup dancers and them were wearing masks. And Ariana Grande was wearing your average, like face mask, just a black one, mm. and they sung and danced, did the whole performance Full out. wearing face masks. Yeah, and I just think we need to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that, one, they're sending a message to be like, please wear your mask, because obviously the cases in America are so much Astronomical. Yes, compared to ours. But also I really love that Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga aren't just telling people to wear a mask and posting it on Instagram, but their performance in a mask, especially Ariana Grande. You saw her fiddling with it, trying to fix it, trying to make it right. But that just shows her commitment to proving that you could do anything wearing a mask. And I so respect that because, one, she made it look so good. Like, yeah. what is she trying to do? Like, I can't wear my mask that well. <laughs> but I, I respect the fact that they're dancing, they're singing. She's singing those high notes. It's just incredible. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything less from Lady Gaga because I believe her mask had kind of like a, um, it wasn't like a sensory thing, but you could see like, you know how robots sometimes with their mouth they have like lines that move and everything. It was exactly that, but the fact yes. that her mask it's, was we'll very much like that. Definitely share a photo. Yeah, for sure. But the fact that she had a mask like that and they all performed full out. Well, it's just so amazing to be able to have themselves dedicate to that just performance with that kind of restriction in a sense, but actions speak louder than words ultimately. And just showing that you can still do all you can with a mask. So the fact that they could do that choreography in a mask and obviously Lady Gaga was performing for four songs. So that's a long time. Mm. It's respect. Oh, for sure. It is definitely all about respect. But what a question I have for you, is there any artist or video or song in any of the categories where you thought, oh, I wish they got it instead of who won it? Is there anyone you wish had a bit more of a spotlight? Ooh, good one. I think personally Harry Styles' video clip Adore You was mm-hmm. 
actually nominated for a few and i'm not sure if you've seen the video but it is a great video and okay well you've seen it you know how good it is yeah surely anyone who hasn't seen it please go and watch it because it's a song when you first listen to it you're like oh it's gonna be you know a typical video of a girl and a guy or you know any couple i should say getting together blah 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 but no it is a story about harry styles and a fish and it's a really nice story. And I actually knew someone who cried at the end of watching the video. And I just oh. think that video was so unique and so original in so many ways. And it would have been nice to see if it got more. But yeah, of course. that's just me. What With are your thoughts, Demi? Kind of touching on that, the fact that well before the video and kind of Harry Styles as an artist himself, there's like a separate... Twitter page for the island where Adore You was filmed on called Eroda, which is, fun fact, Adore Backwards. Anyway, um, there's a whole, like, website, Twitter page for it, and it's still posting stuff consistently. So dedicated fans often kind of, like, start putting connections together before things get revealed and things like that. So it's really cool to have, like, that online campaigning sort of element to it all as well. But when it comes to someone who I wish had a bit more spotlight, it's with the kind of best group category, it's really hard nowadays for anyone but BTS to get it. The K-pop kind of revolution. BTS are changing the game. K-pop has blown up in Mm -hmm. the past year or so, two years. I think really in the mainstream and even getting to us in Australia for sure. Mm. So it's definitely gaining a lot more traction on our side. I've been loving Little Mix for the longest time. I would love if they just got a little bit more love. Like, similar to the Spice Girls, they just keep doing stuff. So they're working (laughs) their way toward... I hope they get some recognition at some point because they do deserve it for what they've done. They've definitely had some big tracks, though, but I get what you mean. I feel like they just sometimes fly a bit under the radar, but on a slightly different topic. Hmm. with the show they opened up and kind of paid tribute to mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman who passed away earlier or maybe a few weeks ago now I should say actually um after passing away from a battle with cancer which was obviously so devastating and you know he filmed so many movies after his diagnosis so I think it was really nice that they paid tribute to him and it was a great spot to do it. and as with tributes it's always done quite tastefully and everything was really well put so i i appreciate that they did that because i know a lot of people especially in the times we're in now it would have meant a lot to them oh for sure and with the timing of the vmas and when that happened i don't think it was that long beforehand so they were able to put together a good little thing for him it sucks man like no one knew which is a weird element of the whole situation but or you yeah, can, I think it was even the day before. Yeah, and all we can do now is just keep the legacy going and, like, remember him for all the good he did. And, my God, he did a lot of good. Yeah, and I think that's what's so great about having a tribute to him on the Video Music Awards for so many people who idolise them. I think it just gives them that extra, you know, a way to kind of deal with it, knowing that so many people loved and respected him the way they did and... It just, yeah, it gives him that extra recognition he needs right now, but Mm. also a way for everyone to look back and just respect what he did and be thankful that he did it. Exactly that. 
But with all that BMA information all wrapped up, we'll throw it to some songs. We've got Josh Cashman's 25 coming up and then one of Disclosure's tracks from their new album called Lavender, which I'm really excited about. But in the meantime, you can check out all about the VMAs on the internet, but you can also check out Get Serial's socials on the internet on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So we might share some of our opinions on there as well and all what we've been referring to so far. This is Get Serial with your hosts, Vic and Demi. Stay tuned. This is Sin Media. Lavender by Disclosure, Justin and Josh Cashman's 25 just before... You are here with your fabulous Wednesday host for Get Serial, Vic and Demi. Now, Vic, you've got a list of celebrity names that we've been saying wrong. Is that right? Or Yes, that is correct, Demi. I think last week we were just chatting and then I was asking you for the pronunciation of Haim. Is that the right band, yes. the group I'm thinking of? Yes, yes. Exactly so, right. And that made me just think, I always knew I was saying it wrong, but I didn't know how I was saying it wrong. So I decided to have a look on the good old internet and see other celebrity names we've been pronouncing incorrectly. So this article uh, brought to you by Stylecaster Mm -hmm. has given us 13 celebrity names we've been pronouncing wrong. So ready? All right. Firstly, you might recognize this actress from Mamma Mia. She was in... Actually, tons of stuff. The name I was pronouncing her name originally, I was saying Amanda Seyfried or Seyfried, but it's Amanda Seyfried. Oh, because the, the spelling. Actress, you know. Yeah, it, it's confusing. It's S-E-Y, mm. Freud. Oh, it looks like Seyfried, but it's Seyfried. Right. The next one. This one is, I, I knew this one because I'm a, a big diehard fan, but... So Ariana Grande, right? We yeah. all say Ariana Grande. Originally, actually, her grandparents would say Grandi. Oh. So it was Ariana Grande. Huh. But I guess it's like that Italian kind of pronunciation, maybe. Possibly. Next, we have Rihanna. Rihanna. And it's Rih- Rihanna. Mm. So that one's like a, a smaller one, but, you know, that's her name. It's not even her real name, I think. It's her middle name. Her name's yeah. Robin Rihanna yeah. Fenty. And you might recognize the name Fenty from her businesses, you know. Mm. Ready for the next one? Yes. So Camilla Cabe- Cabello. Cabello? Yes, Cabello. Mm. Next, another actress, um, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron? I've heard. Yeah, it's therein. Like oh. there, like over there in <laughs> In a house. Yeah, Charlize, they're in. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, the next one. Okay. Next is Chrissy Teigen. That sounds like the right way to say it because I've never heard, like, Teigen, Teigen, Teigen. The way it's, it's Teigen. 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 What? It's actually Teigen it is pronounced according to this website. She admitted that her it's a Norwegian last name. is actually right. pronounced Teigen, not Teigen. And yeah, she has introduced herself as Tegan, according to this article, but her family's told her the proper way to say her name, which is actually Tegan. Hmm. All right. Ready for the next one? So Gal Gadot, you know, Wonder Woman. Yep. So it's 
Gal Gadot. It's a hard T. Yeah, it's a hard T. And I think we've all been doing the soft T. Oh, I think this is a good last one to end it on. Go on. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, that is a good one. Isn't no, isn't it like like Gilla Halen? Cotton? Halen? <laughs> no. I've seen videos where he's pronounced it a few times. And it was something crazy. But phonetically, it's going to be a bit of a challenge to try and say. Yeah, so apparently it's a Swedish last name, Mm -hmm. which is awesome because I wouldn't have picked the spelling of it. And it is Yilen Halo. Yilen Halo. Yilen (laughs) Hall, I think. Yilen Halo. Okay. Wow. Yes. Man, celebrities have weird names. I mean, I say that too, but then I've got an ethnic last name myself. So, so and mine's pretty, a lot of people look at my last name and they're like, oh my God, I can't pronounce it. But it's very much, you look and there's one mistake that people usually make, but usually you look and it's pretty much as it's read is how it's said. Yeah. So I get this. I get the struggle. Like, am I going to be on this list one day? Who knows? Yeah, I might, my, it's the same with my last name. And will I be on that list? Who knows? Add Demi and I to your list of um, famous people's last names you've been pronouncing wrong. Thank you, Stylecaster, for helping us out with that one. And yeah, let's jump into the next track. Which is Ristics in My Room. You are with Vic and Demi on Get Serial. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sin Media. Ristics in my room. You are with Vic and Demi on Get Serial Wednesdays. Now, Vic, in these unprecedented times, I can imagine, like you and I, we've been kind of going towards like those feel good foods, yeah. whether it's comfort food or actually trying to be healthy, which is something I am not the best at, but I'm slowly getting better at. But I thought we'd take some time to just talk about meals or certain items of food that just make you feel nice and warm inside. Well, for me, I'm going to admit something alive on air. I have a problem when it comes to Nutella. And everyone says they do, but no, mine is to the next level. I'm not kidding. You know, I literally can't stop myself once I start eating it. I have to... From a young age, my mom would hide it from me and she still continues to do the same thing now and I'm 22 years old. Like, it's literally hidden my house. My mom has the most creative hiding spots ever. But yeah, it's my feel-good food. You know, I have it. I skip my spoon. The best is just your spoon. I leave no trace on the spoon. Like, I lick all the Nutella so my mom doesn't know I was eating it. That's That's a habit that started when I was literally 15 years old. So, oh, not even 15. I was probably eight even earlier. So for a very long time, I've been doing that because that's how long I've been just problematic. with. And it's a great relationship. It's a great relationship, meaning tell, and that's my ultimate comfort food. But yeah, I don't go and buy it. I don't go to the supermarket and get it for myself. It's just, if it's in the house, I don't have control if I know where it is. Oh my God, we are the same person because I will also admit for the first time on air, I am ex- the exact same with it, but I did the bread and Nutella quite a bit, but it's like 75% Nutella, 25% bread. Um, for my 16th birthday, I got a yeah. five kilo tub of Nutella. Oh my goodness. That went within three months. Oh, that's crazy. Mostly by I- me. <laughs> 
I mean, if it's, that's the thing with Nutella, it's one of those things where you, you start and then it's just like, you don't stop. There's no way to stop yourself without physically, like mentally preparing yourself to leave the jar alone. You don't get sick of it until like maybe half an hour later, but at the time it's, you can keep on going and going. Yeah. It's worth it in the moment. Like you don't feel good not long after if you have way too much in one sitting but Mm -hmm. in the moment when you clean that spoon like you're a dishwasher with no trace left on it yes it's worth it i used to love nutella so much but it hasn't been in the household that often i also don't go out of my way to get it so it's too dangerous if not oh my god yeah when it is there I've slowly and surely built up a little bit of self-control. Like most days I'm okay, but there are some days where I will just reach for it. Do any other foods or anything like that then hit to the Nutella mark for us? Nothing probably for me, the Nutella mark. Uh, In general, I actually prefer, I'm not that much of a sweet tooth in generally speaking. I would love, yeah, it's just Nutella that's like that for me. But then if you offered me like, Oh, I love like a spanakopita, you know, the mm-hmm. spinach and mm-hmm. um, cheese, like pastries. That to me is just like the best food. Anything in the, that Mediterranean mm-hmm. area, amazing. The food I grew up but, on. Yeah, the great, <laughs> yeah, the, like that type of food is incredible. Honestly, if you offered me like a chocolate bar or a spanakopita, I'd get the spanakopita any day of the week. Yeah. Especially with spinach and feta, that because you can make spanakopita mm. in a few ways, but spinach and feta cheese ultimately is the uh, best combination. It's, of it. it's the best. Yeah, just any. I tend to go more savory, like yourself as well. But ah, oh, we're so in sync. I know. Are we the same person? Um, Are we? <laughs> back in for me though, like when I was in primary school mostly cheese and Mm -hmm. crackers just did it for me oh yeah i would eat like the daily servings one i would have three after high after school like that tastes good though like the french onion flavor it was just like a good mix of cheese and that french onion flavoring whether it was artificial or not i don't know um tasted good though it just satisfied that little craving of like rebelling against not eating your recess and lunch at school but then doing the wrong thing and eating before dinner. It's fine. As long as you enjoy it, it's the comfort food that is great for us. And it's getting us through these times. And the adult version I've been doing while I was in Melbourne quite a bit, garlic Mm. crackers and like brie cheese. Oh yes. A a little, mm, not like the big rounds of the cheese, like the average, like oversized, uh, that's gone in a week. Oh, uh, the cheese, the cheese is another topic of combo. Don't even start me on cheese. Demi will be here all night. Oh my God. We'll be here all morning. True. What I will let you in on that little surprise I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Just let me know. What's your favorite dessert? Um, dessert. Maybe like like any type of cake, maybe, hmm. you know, cheesecake, chocolate cake. So you'd rather cake over like chocolate and ice cream? Yeah. Right. Probably. I'll keep that in mind. But I, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. I'll take it all. <laughs> True. But later today, maybe, just keep an eye on your front door. Oh, my God. Okay. Suspense. Suspense. Mm. As you may have previously seen or heard over the weekend, certain delivery services are doing little things to 
share the love and feel good foods with your friends who are in Victoria and someone like me who is outside of Victoria might be able to send some feel good, lovely food your way. So just stay tuned and check out the Get Serial socials to see what actually happens. But get excited, I reckon. Oh my God, this is so nice of you. I feel so loved. You don't know what it is yet. But you kind of like, I don't care. It's just the thought so far, Demi. It's just the thought. may become a reality but first we gotta listen to confidence man's first class bit of a language warning for that one but it's such a good track we can't help but play it for you guys this morning check out the get serial socials later today and right now if you'd like to see the songs we've played thus far and the link to this show and all of our other shows and all the other teams shows like we got a like pocket of gold at the end of this rainbow really of Get Serial. But let's throw it to the track. This is Get Serial with Vic and Demi. Sin, where young people run the show. What an absolute track that was. I am always on my feet dancing to that one. I feel like a boss listening to that track. We just mm-hmm. listened to Confidence Man with First Class Beep. Beep. Language warning on that title, but I'm sure you can figure it out if you want to listen to it. But again, this has been... A great show. We've covered so much, but it is sad to say that we're coming to the end of our show. Demi, do you want to fill in everyone about what we've chatted about today? Of course. So if you've just joined us, you've unfortunately missed out on Vic and I talking all about the VMAs, like what went down, who won, all the performances. So it was ultimately a really good show with the state of everything. COVID safe. COVID safe, especially. Then we dove into a list of celebrity names we've probably been pronouncing wrong this whole time. So you can find out if you've been saying those celebrity names right by checking out this episode of the show on the Get Serial Socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But then we've also dived into just feel good foods and like where we find comfort in food. (laughs) The best type of comfort, obviously. Mostly about Nutella. It's just... We're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. We just really like Nutella. Yeah, we just really like Nutella. We've probably had... Did you know Nutella was made by accident when they messed up a batch of chocolate they were trying to make? Oh, wow. And the rest is history. Fun fact to leave you on tonight or to this morning, I should say. (laughs) Fun, Fun fact to leave you on this morning, everyone. And yeah, like that's us for this morning. But like I said, you can check us out and all of our team and all of the beautiful shows Sin offers on our socials, Sin website, so many places to check us out. But now Vic and I do need to love you and leave you, but we hope you have a wonderful week ahead and we will see you next time. Stay safe, everyone. This has been a Get Serial podcast. Get Serial, 6 till 9am weekdays only on Sin.